Hello and welcome back. Uh, Utterly Geek Social Hour for the week, uh, second week of October 2018. Don't know why I suddenly did that. We never introduced stuff that way as it is. <laughs> hey man, it's a new thing, so why not? Hooray! Yeah. Well, yeah, this is the second time we're doing it. I really enjoy this new format. I don't know about you guys. You can kick a comment to us. Let us know how you like it, how, how you don't like it. We can... <laughs> File one in the hooray bucket and the other one in the trash bucket. It's fine. But we're here to talk about games, movies, entertainment that we have reached and touched over the past week and how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of that Forza Horizon 4, guys. And and Forza Horizon 4 is real fucking good. That's it's that's real like real fucking good. That's like the arcadey uh Yeah version of of that series right it feels a lot more like burnout than it does anything else except the cars don't crumple like a tin can Uh. like they still get real fucked up uh but they don't they don't crumple so much and they they've done so much about this game to make it super accessible and super great Mm -hmm. Uh, so the entire premise is that the Forza Horizon Festival is an excuse for all of these motorheads to get together and start racing and doing a bunch of stupid bullshit all across the countryside. Uh, but, like, the way this thing constantly rolls out things to say, hey, you're doing a great job, it's just a constant feedback loop of you're getting shit. Mm Mm-hmm. So you get these skill points for driving recklessly, but pulling it off and not smashing into like a wall or another driver. Yeah. And those are points that you accumulate to upgrade your cars. Each car has its own like skill tree to fill out, mm. which will give you bigger combo bonuses, longer streaks. Uh, like some of the dune buggies will give you more points for getting airtime, that kind of stuff. So you're constantly trying to figure out, oh, well, what do I want to dump my points into, this, that, the other thing. The really cool thing is that it's really easy to acquire cars. Mm -hmm. You're constantly getting in-game currency, which you're using to buy. You can buy houses, which are like safe houses that give you clothing or some sort of a perk. Some of them have a car behind them. That's the only way you can get that car. It's basically a place to go and tune your vehicle. I like how there's clothing when it's like you're driving. <laughs> yeah, so th- that's actually a new feature apparently, is that you have an avatar and you can dress them up, and I look like a real monster right now, and I need to fix that. <laughs> right. Uh, I have a blue pleather jacket, a blue sparkly bowler hat, pajama pants, a springtime sweater, but I just unlocked an epic chicken suit, so I need I need I need to wear that. <laughs> I need to wear that. <laughs> uh, but when you buy cars, you can customize it however you want, either in parts or like paint jobs. But they have the whole social aspect of other people design the look of your car, and you can just download what people are putting up and sharing. Ah. So I have a Mini Cooper Type S that I found in a barn that got fixed up. It's the same car from the original Italian job. Mm. Someone made Mr. Bean on the side of it <laughs> in a perfect rendition. Oh, uh, awesome. So every time I sprint over the finish line, it does this huge slow-mo, <laughs> slow-mo thing, and Mr. Bean's face just slides in. It's <laughs> perfect, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> 
but th- that customization drills down even to like tuning your car. So it's Forza, so you still have the whole oh, adjust your gear ratios, your tire pressure, all all of that shit that I don't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. But someone can make a really good tune of their car and then upload it, and I can go, okay, I want to make this car a little bit faster, and I bought all the parts. What are the best tunes out there? Oh, this one will jack up my horsepower by like 20 because they knew how to tune it. Just do that. Just do that to my car. Hmm. Just make it better. Yeah. So I have a Reliant Robin that currently can go, ooh, what's it at? Like 175? Like it, this goddamn thing is a, it's a straightaway drag race monster. And the Reliant Robin is a three-wheel vehicle. Mm. It's a car with just a front tire. So you cannot turn this fucking thing unless you get the stupid bicycle training wheels to install on the front of the car, <laughs> which I have. It, it's it's just a wonderfully, gloriously stupid thing. And I only just made it to the live servers. So now I'm getting to these events that are called Forzathons. Mm-hmm. As you're playing every hour on the hour, they'll announce a new Forzathon. And you have three minutes or five minutes to get to the starting place. So no matter what you're doing, the game will notify you, hey, Forzathon's starting. Hit X to track it. So you've got to race your ass all the way over there, and then you see everyone else that's currently connected in your game world rush over there. Just a collection of jackasses pulling donuts and shit until it starts. As soon as it starts, everyone who's in that area gets the first objective. Everyone races to it, and everyone contributes to completing it. So the last one I did was a speed zone to start off with. So there's two markers on the road, and it tracks your top speed through that zone. Mm Mm-hmm. So as you're going through, you as a collective need to accomplish so much top speed. As soon as you complete that, Objective 2 pops up, and everyone rushes the fuck over there. And that one for me was, oh, this big danger jump. So jump this river over and over and over again. You have to get it an accumulated so much distance. Mm-hmm. And then the third spot was a speed trap, which means build up however long you want. Just hit your top speed when you cross this point on the road. You finish that, you get 30 Forzathon points, which you can redeem in the Forzathon store for, like, cars, horns, hats, like, stupid bullshit. But, like, the top-tier car is 300 Forzathon points, and if you do all three of them as a group, you get 30. So it's really easy to obtain things. Mm. The thing that made me concerned when I was playing the demo originally is, is this thing called the prize wheel. Stop me if you've heard this. Yeah. <laughs> Best value? (laughs) You hit a button, and a big thing spins around, and you randomly unlock a thing. This is the only way to get clothing for your character, Mm. which is purely cosmetic. There's nothing to do with the the clothing. Then there's a super spin, which spins three wheels at a time. (laughs) Oh, Oh boy. (laughs) You can't buy these with cash. You only unlock them through playing the game. As Mm. far as I can tell, the only microtransactions are like buying the Bond car pack Mm. and a couple of other DLC car packs that they already have out. So like the Rocket League method, kind of. (laughs) Yeah, pretty pretty much. Like there's no other way to get those cars Mm. other than paying cash for them, which I'm okay with because there's literally hundreds of cars already in that game. Yeah. So I don't... it, It just grabbed me in a way that most car games don't that haven't in a real long time Hmm. 
And they've got these big showcase events, the ones where you're like racing a train or racing a jet or something stupid. But as soon as it goes live and you hit the live servers, y you get one that is the Halo experience. And it's literally Cortana calling you saying, Chief, we gotta do a thing with the stuff. <laughs> and you rush, you rush over to the beach and you get a real life warthog. Oh, Jesus. There are banshees and pelicans flying overhead. They convert the map into basically a Halo map. You see the Halo in the distance. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> Video <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck you. I'm, I'm a car game. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that kind of sucks is that the warthog doesn't drive like a warthog. It drives like a car. It doesn't slide around like it should. <laughs> oh, it slides around like it should, but it doesn't control like Halo controls. It uh, controls like a car okay. game controls. Gotcha. That's the only thing that I'm like, yeah, I, I get why you didn't do it, but I'm a little sad that you didn't <laughs> that you didn't do it. But yeah, Forza, fuck, man. If if you're looking for a good car game, Forza's real good. Mm. It's real fucking good, and I'm shocked that I'm so into it. Hmm. Uh, I gotta get some time in there because the season's gonna change come Wednesday. Right now it's in uh, autumn. Come Wednesday, I think it... Logically, it should become winter, but who knows? It could become <laughs> summer. Because I went from spring to autumn, so who knows what the fuck. Yeah. But those are material changes when it's shifting seasons, mm. surprisingly. Like... Autumn and spring are very different in how wet and squirrely the roads will get. Mm -hmm. It's it's really fucking good. Nice. Uh, other than that, for some reason, I got real into Burger Time again on the NES. <laughs> this is the classic arcade game where you play the chef, Peter Pepper. Right. Stepping across the burger ingredients to make the burgers at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's real fucking good, and I can't... Have you both played... I know Steve's played Burger Time. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Have you played Burger Time, Wally? Uh, no, but I did watch um, Troy Baker and... Uh, oh, fuck. Nolan North uh, with their retro replay. They did that game. Can can you send me that link? I, I really <laughs> I, I need to watch that. Their their series in general is fucking awesome, and I highly recommend watching those. They're they're long. I mean, they're like thirty minutes because sometimes they go on a real tangent. Sometimes, but I, but sometimes I they giant bombs. So. Right. So, but yeah, retro replay is wonderful. Yeah, I'll send you the link later with them playing Burger Time, and it's pretty fucking great. Burger Time's real fucking hard too. Yes. Like, I can't get past level two. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they took a while to get <laughs> to. Actually, if you look up uh, Game Grumps, Ninja Brian is... They claim that he's a world record holder in Burger Time. There's a video of him getting to, like, the fourth or fifth level nice. of that game. It gets real Jesus. fucking hard. But the existential question that I came across while playing Burger Time again after so long is... Is Peter Pepper human-sized, making giant burgers, or is he a tiny man making regular-sized burgers? Yeah, that's true. What's what's chasing him? I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, okay, pepper. so in level one... Oh, that's right. No, 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 no. Salt and pepper are your weapons. Oh, yeah, so, okay. Sausages oh, yeah. are Sausage, chasing you. Yeah. Eggs, eggs are chasing you. <laughs> Once you get to level two, pickles start chasing you. It's an existential horror. Because of, yeah. of course... 
And if they're chasing you, but they're also standing on the ingredient that you're trying to knock down, you knock it down while they're standing on it, they ride it down and it drops multiple levels. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get bonus points and get better at Burger Time. Burger Time's great. Mm-hmm. Spend some time. Play Burger Time. <laughs> play some Burger Time. That's really all I've been playing is Burger Time and Forza. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good games. Send me that video. Send I, that I, video. Yes, I will. I will. I've been watching so much Burger Time, too. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> nice. Jeff Gersman recently, on an edition of the Jeff Gersman Home Game, played through every possible version of Burger Time that there's been. <laughs> and there's been some weird, like, crossover shit. There's a Game Boy Flintstones Burger Time. Hmm. Yeah, I fucking... I, I recommend that video. I guess I guess that would make sense only because it's like it's Flintstone, so it's like maybe they're serving yeah. burgers to the dinosaurs, so they're like fucking huge. The dinosaur burger. Oh uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know who they're. Yeah, that would that would be the burger in that case. That would be my logic to that. Like maybe they're well, serving. My logic was it's it's a burger made of dinosaur. Oh, okay. so they're feeding it to the town. Okay. But both are valid. <laughs> uh, Again, exis- existential horror of tiny men making your regular sized burgers. Yes. Come on, Peter Pepper. <sighs> that that's his name, Peter Pepper. Yes. Anywho, what what have you guys been up to? Uh, with. Odyssey coming out for Assassin's Creed, I was like, man, I fucking haven't played Origins in, like, over a year, <laughs> so maybe I should fucking dive back into that game, because a lot of, some people are saying it's more or less of that, but some are saying that it's better, I don't know, like, some people are saying the story and RPG elements are better in Odyssey than Origins, but, like, I'm like... See, I've heard the opposite. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's it's a really mixed bag with that game. And, you know, mm. like, there's... For me, that game uh, with Odyssey, like, what put me off was the microtransactions that they did with that. With the mm. whole, like, XP boosters and shit. Like, all, all of that stuff. I was like, uh, no, I'll just... I'll just get a fucking... I'll just play more of, of Origins, thanks. Um, yeah. Which before I started playing, I saw it was like 27 hours logged in and only 50% complete. Um, but that was also when I was like really like really exploring everything and checking every little fucking nook and cranny of that game. Um, but now I'm kind of going into it just like eh, just you know just be back in this world and kind of just do whatever. Um, have no real goal other than just wandering around. And just, like, completing side quests. Um, but, yeah, I, I put, like, three or four more hours into it. Which, like, bumped me up, like, another 3% or so um, in nice. that game. There's still, like, so much of that map that I haven't uncovered yet. Um, it's still, like, a lot of it is so fucking covered. But I a lot of those destinations show, like, what level you need to be in order to cross that area. Um so yeah, I I don't know. It's 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 still an Assassin's Creed game and I still enjoy it because I feel like that team that worked on it like put a lot of effort into it cuz that was the that was the Assassin's Creed game where it was like 
hey, fucking, we need to stop making this a yearly thing and kind of really spend some time on it. And it and it really shows with Origins. Like, they really took some time to really make it, like, make their engine better, um, make, like, a better story, uh, and include the RPG stuff in there uh, and their whole loot system, um, like their Diablo-esque loot system, like, all, all of that stuff. And it's, it's well implemented all together, so... Um, and probably my favorite uh, main character since like Ezio, honestly. Like he's really funny. Bayek. Yeah, he's he's just like really charismatic, and um, I don't know, like some of the shit he says is really funny. Um, to like, I, I got to a, a moment in that game uh, recently uh, when I was playing over the weekend where it was such a video game moment uh, because it was. I don't know if it was, like, a timed side quest or something, because I know that sometimes happens in that game. Um, but there was, like, a... Uh, there was a moment where it was, like, I went to go stand in a certain area to trigger it, and, like, a meteor comes crashing down on the Earth, and you go investigate, and it brings you into a temple, and then it's, like, this puzzle that you have to solve at this, like, nearby shrine... And once you get it, it's like all these fucking light beams firing into the sky. And he's just like, he's like, am I firing that off to the gods? He's like, oh, no, what have I done? Like kind of thing. And he starts panicking. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go investigate the temple. So you go into the temple. And it's the most fucking Final Fantasy thing that happened in that temple. And I say that because you go inside and it's like there's this guy in this digital like glass cage thing and you touch it and it explodes and uh you you go and hide after you like activate this thing and it was this guy that was dressed in like modern clothes or like futuristic clothing he like steps out and then meanwhile up in the sky it cuts to the sky and there's this fucking like Something from straight up from, like, Bayonetta. This angel-looking dude with swords spinning around him. Fucking fires all these swords into the temple. Lands all around this guy. And the guy looks up and he just, like, fucking flies through the roof of the temple. Joins the angel in the sky and they take off. And you get, like, you get a, a new sword, a new shield, and a, uh, a new mount. Which is, very much looks like a fucking Chozo from Final Fantasy. <laughs> and, or Chocobo. Uh, uh, and I Final Fantasy Chozo is something I want to see now. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> like bestows fucking Metroid armor yeah, onto. Right. But it, but it was all this, and I was like, this is the most fucking like I don't know if they're just parroting Final Fantasy because that's what it seems like what they're doing right here. <laughs> but like the fucking sword looks like a looks like has some uh, engine parts on it. And, like, all this other weird shit on it. It looks, like, very mechanical, like, instead of, like, a regular sword. Yeah. And I, yeah. I was, you might have just sold me on actually going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was such just, like, a very video gamey thing. And I was just like, sure, whatever. <laughs> like, okay. That's fucking weird. I, I wonder if Ubisoft kind of planted that as a, hey... Here's a thing that we might want to do in the future, or just as like fuck it, let's get weird with it. Well, yeah, because they have they have in their store because uh, the only microtransactions that are in that game is to buy uh, certain packs, and one of them is called like the weird pack or something, and it basically okay. the uh, 
the weapon that you get is a two-handed double-sided sword, but it's skinned like a, um, oh, Jesus, I just lost the word for it, uh, cotton swab. So it's a giant fucking cotton swab that he's holding. Uh, your mount is a unicorn, uh, and I don't remember what clothes he's wearing, but it's... All this tracks. <laughs> uh, but I think Historically it's... Historically <laughs> accurate. I know, and that's why, like, some people were like, oh, we want to be historically accurate, but I look at those packs, and like, fucking, man, they just went weird with it. You can be both. I mean, you can be both super weird and historically accurate at the same time. I mean, look at Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. Simultaneously fucking weird and historically accurate. Yeah. I think that's the way to, in my, in my personal opinion, I think that's the way to go. Unless you're, like, really straight up telling a historical, ac- like, you want to tell a 100% historically accurate game. Or, yeah, story yeah. in your game. Like, I think, especially with Assassin's Creed, I mean, I haven't played Assassin's Creed in a very long time. But I think with that game, the way that they set it up, I mean, it's so it's 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 meta. So why wouldn't you want there to be weird shit in there? You know, why wouldn't you want there precisely? You you be like, because it's them basically playing a game in the game. Mm-hmm. So you're in a computer program. So why wouldn't somebody program something weird in this computer program? You know, so I think that's th- those little touches are really cool, and I think I mean. I think I'm like the way that Wally's saying. I think I'm interested to play <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origin now too. <laughs> it's it sounds like now is the time to play that because you'll get it for cheap. Yeah, we know it's a good t- title. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it looks fucking good still. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, some of the lip syncing is still off, but I mean, it's a fucking open world Ubisoft game. They can only make that <laughs> so. They can only do that yeah. so well. <laughs> yeah. And they, by all intents and purposes, that sounds like a really good one of those. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I picked that up last year, but I, I hardly put any time into it. That's a problem with buying a game at Black Friday. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that you're not going to have any time to get into it. And by the time you do, you forget you got in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Every time I buy a game from, from Black Friday... I have another game that I've already set aside that I definitely want to play, but I buy that game because yeah. it's cheap on Black Friday. <laughs> so, yeah. And then it just sits there and sits there, and then, yeah, you forget about it, and you just never fucking touch it. Here's an idea. Stop stop buying things on Black <laughs> Friday. Seriously. For yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's a, good, it's a good day to buy stuff for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I've been playing a bit of that. Uh, just been kind of having some kind of filler game, I guess. Just, like, jump in, dick around, do whatever. Like, because, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, that's just always what the Assassin's Creed games was. It was just, like, it's just, like, always, like, a filler game. You just go around, do things, not really care, just kind of chill and... You know, you'll you'll unlock a couple things. You'll get some to new some regions. Maybe you'll get a little bit more story. But overall, it's just like it's just a game where it's like, yeah, I'll just throw on and play a little bit of. That's that's why I've been playing so much Forza. Mm. Exact same reason I toss it on. I 
put dick butt on the side of a van, I giggle at myself, and then I drive away. Yeah. Dick butt is the reward that keeps giving. So besides that, I mean, the usual. I mean, more Spider-Man. PUBG. Um, I will be playing Overwatch with the Halloween event because those are usually yeah, pretty fun. I think we all will. Uh, those skins are looking fucking good, and I'm totally going to buy Wrecking Balls. Like, All right, so what's the big backlash against Farrah's? I think Farrah's looks kind of cool that she's an animated set of armor. There's there's backlash for it? Yeah, people are pissed at it for some reason. Oh. They think it's lame. Okay. Whatever. I think probably because it's like... <laughs> Yeah, my, that's, that's the best way to react. My my thought is probably because it's like that pose where she's holding her helmet is the only time where you see that she's not actually doesn't have a head and she's just uh, like uh whatever. I yeah, cuz I mean that was the first thing I thought was like, well, she's usually wearing the helmet in game anyway, so why? But okay, I guess. It's a whole full metal alchemist thing. Once you know it's empty, it's it's a lot. <laughs> right. The thing I found lame was Widowmakers. I didn't see hers yet. It's just called Spider. <laughs> and it looks a little different than her standard. I'm, I'm a spider. <laughs> I'm a spider. Um, unless, unless it turns her grappling hook into a spider web, that would be cool. Mm. They might run into some issues there with that. What they M- maybe, maybe I don't know maybe I don't know. Shh. Uh, hey, s- s- she's a lady. Speaking of speaking of Spider Man and Spider Man things, uh, I saw Venom this past weekend. Actually, just last night. Um, yay or nay? I say, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yay, yay! If it's on like Netflix, I don't. I personally don't think it's it's worth a. Uh, theater admission um it's 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 the usual run-of-the-mill origins story where it's like did they really need to have a love interest in there like and they try to like humanize him and it's like no but he's supposed to be a, a villain dude but like i guess you know people don't like watching an asshole for two hours like they'd rather have someone who's more humanized and it runs the same problem of like suicide squad where it's like fucking will smith's character was like oh i'm i can always get my kill and fucking i'm a murderer and i kill people all the fucking time oh wait but i have a daughter that i care about and i'm doing this all for her it's like yeah cool but still murder man like (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know i mean it story-wise it's like it's so run-of-the-mill stuff and even the shit they do at like the the post credits like i i kind of rolled my eyes because i was like yeah it seemed like this is where it was going uh but it was like literally a thing where it was like the character looked right at the camera and was like ah sequel ah guys and it was just like oh christ okay you guys had issues fucking trying to get this movie out and you're planning a sequel anyway like good luck sony (laughs) Um, i hate it i hate it when they plan sequels for things that are unproven mm -hmm. it 
It always comes off as lame. You never tell the full story that you want, and it always feels kind of half-assed because we'll fix it in the sequel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, that being said, like, I, I did really enjoy uh, Tom Hardy and with him and the conversations with him and Venom was super entertaining. Um, like, just Venom in general was really well uh, implemented. Like, they, they did true to him like they didn't change a lot of how venom was uh which is really great with it being a pg-13 movie like i know a lot of people were like oh it should be r because you know it's venom and he fucking eats people like he eats their fucking brains and shit like he eats the heads of people it's like okay uh i get that and it it does do the pg-13 thing where it's like he'll go to bite but the camera will cut away and you hear you the, see the shadow. You hear the chomp and everything, and then he's like, "Oh, you know, whatever." Um, and they they do that a couple times, so you do like it's it's imp- implied that it's happened. But um, I guess like recently, the director was like, "Oh, I'm surprised that people wanted an R rating," and it's like, dude, like, <laughs> did you not see like what the fuck this yeah. character's all about? Like, of course it should have like a fucking R rating, and considering we already got movies like Deadpool 1 and 2 and Logan like those were R-rated movies that did very fucking well and they like because of their rating it didn't hinder anything I've heard a couple interviews with Tom Hardy where he's just totally bummed about this movie where he pretty much came out and said they took all the best scenes and then cut them yeah all the scenes that he was proud of and, like, really excited to be a part of, they fucking left him on the cutting room floor. Mm. Which I'm sure so, they'll do some stupid, like, fucking extended edition or some shit and have all those scenes oh, in yeah. there. Oh, you can bet your ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um, it's kind of sad. I wish they would have treated it more like just a standalone movie and just tried to make, like, a good movie instead of just anticipating that it's going to do well, which it is doing really well. So, I mean, it's most likely going to get a sequel. Um, But yeah, I wish they would do, I I still want to see it just because Mm -hmm. of what I've been hearing about Tom Hardy's performance and how it is very entertaining and worth watching. Um, But yeah, I've heard most people that I've heard say stuff about it are kind of like you Wally, where it's like, eh, there's, it's entertaining, it's fun, but it's not, like, overall, it's just the story's not too great, and it's just It's, it's cookie cutter. Yeah. It's cookie cutter. It's, it's just, shit that you've seen before. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to... I still want to see it, though. Um, I might go. I don't know. I might. I have to find an excuse to go, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's, there's really... Find a group I mean, of people. There's really not any other movie at the theater that i care to see right now yeah so i want to see first man first man that's i'm I'm curious to see that this weekend or next weekend i it might already be out Uh, i don't think think it's out there would no because because venom was like this past opening yeah Yeah, no it's it's um, this weekend the lady gaga movie there oh yeah that's supposedly really good Hmm. Yeah, uh, no, First Man's this weekend. Okay. okay. There you go. Thursday night at 8, 7. I guess that would be 10 o'clock East Coast time, so. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so I saw that and then watched on Netflix as part of my uh, Road to Spider-Man 2.0 of working out so fucking much. But then I was like, hey, I'm curious to see this movie because I like so many people that I talked about it. They were like, hey, have you seen this documentary? And I was like, no, I haven't. Maybe I fucking should. And I watched it on my rest day. Uh, it was Pumping Iron. Um, it was interesting. It was uh, like, you know, when you're first... I've realized when... Give me the elevator pit. (laughs) It's a doc... I've not heard of this movie. Okay, so it's a documentary all about the whole uh, uh, Mr. Olympia, like, competition. Like, and it's kind of, like, heavily revolving around Arnold and, like, and, 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 and his, like, his basically, like, ongoing fame of the mr olympia uh weightlifting competition or whatever um but there are other competitors that you know they have their own little time in uh but they have um fucking lou um oh jesus why can't i remember his name lou albano no the one who mario himself Yep, that's the one. They have Oh, Hulk himself. Yeah, they they kind of they kind of focus on him for a bit for a while and like how his whole rivalry on Arnold. And I thought that was kind of interesting just seeing like I don't know, it's it's really weird because it's one of those things where it's like these people have rivalries, but they're also working in the same gym together. So it's like, but they're also helping each other out as well. So it's like so weird because it's like it's friendly competition. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, some of them prefer. I mean, Lou always kind of preferred working in his own gym, but like you know, what? Listen to you, Lou. <laughs> well, I you know him. Well, I mean, I'm just my buddy here. Lou. <laughs> but I mean, he always was working alone in in his own gym and didn't want Arnold to be there because they even showed a point where uh, once they traveled for the destination, they were still working out like just before, like they were doing like their preliminaries and all that shit. Uh, And uh, it, it was like, while he was working out, Arnold was fucking giving him some shit because like every time like Lou would like, like, he would be grunting really fucking loud, like, at every rep and everything. And there was a point where Arnold's like, did you say something, Lou? And he's like, what? And he goes, you're loud. He's like, you're really loud while you work out. <laughs> he just, like, just shit like that he does, though. So. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, he kind of, like, messes with them. But, like, that's kind of why, like, some of them kind of prefer their own gyms. But, um, yeah, it was, like, some other amateur lifters, like, tell their own little tale. So they get their own little spotlight. So it's... It's kind of weird, because it's like, the first... When you first start that movie, you're like, this is fucking weird, just seeing a bunch of dudes, like, all showing their muscles and shit. But, like, by the end of it, you're like, man, what's gonna fucking happen? <laughs> like, like I'm really, I really want this guy to win, or this guy, or whatever. Like, it's kind of weird, like, how that transitions. But, um, it's, it's also very 70s. Like, and I mean in the way where... It's it's basically all of the soundtrack is more or less porno music or <laughs> porno like music. It's like awesome, <laughs> which is hilarious because it's like they're showing all these dudes who are like fucking greased up and shiny and muscly, and it's like kicks in the fucking porno music, and you're just like, Jesus Christ! Like, I mean, you know, hey man, it was the seventies, so whatever. <laughs> well, no, I found it kind of interesting as far as like. 
I don't know, uh, finding out some of these people and what they go through and um, some of their stories and all the rivalries and shit like that and how Arnold's always dicking with people because he was, like, at the time, the six-time uh, consecutive winner of, of Mr. Olympia, so he was, like, he had every reason to be fucking cocky, but, but I mean, he's still, like, friendly at the same time, so, yeah, I don't know. It was pretty cool. I, I, I recommend cool. it as, like, a if you want to give it a shot or curious a little bit. Nice. And that's about it for me for last week. Awesome. Steve? Okay. You. I will talk about... <laughs> Let's see. Well, <laughs> I, I've only played games that I've already talked about, which are Spider-Man and Hollow Knight. So I don't really mm. want to talk about them very much. Actually, not at all, because I don't really have much to add about them. But I'll, I guess I'll talk about things that I've watched. Um, sure. I just recently watched Halloween, which I, I mean, I've seen that movie before, but I just want to say a little bit about it, because if you haven't fucking watched it, um, it is Halloween time, so watch it, because it is just a really well-directed and fun fucking horror movie like fun did they recently remake that yes there's well there's it's... a there's one coming out in like a week or two i think yes yep uh, actually this wednesday oh, it, yep okay it it's it's a sequel it's a direct sequel to mm-hmm. the 70s halloween but yeah. it's still called halloween yeah okay i mean they the well the, there was past the rob zombie remake and then oh yeah that's right um which i haven't watched but yeah, this is supposedly supposed to, like, ignore all the shit mm-hmm. that basically happened. It's just like, no, this is the sequel, the true sequel yeah. to the 1970s Halloween. Cool. But yeah, I watched that, and that, it's it's just really well done. Especially, I mean, it's John Carpenter, so you're you're getting an amazing soundtrack, and you're also getting some really technically amazing cinematography just like from when he did that he he experimented so much with film and the way that you in techniques to shoot stuff like that and there's just a lot of awesome like feelings that you're in mike myers's shoes and like just cool angles and long shots of i really like the shots where you like see mike myers in the background like just a little tiny creeping dude just looking and staring it is they're just so fucking funny um yeah it's just uh, like i don't know it it there is a general like comedic sense about it there's like a really iconic Mm. scene um i don't really want to say anything because if people haven't seen it it's i mean yeah shame on you it's been a long time but still it's like such a good scene and it's so fucking comedically good that I don't want to spoil it for people, but yeah, check that movie out. There's a lot of just like the beginning scene is, is really well done. It is, it's like all one take and it's Mike Myers as a child walking through like a house and becoming the murderer that he is or becoming the crazy dude that he is. And yeah, I, I highly recommend it. And then, um, mm. I binge watched through the first season of, are you afraid of the dark? 
just to kind of yeah (laughs) for nostalgia's sake and oh my god it's not good but it's a lot of fun (laughs) it's like one of those things where it's like they're like overall okay there's some there's some really good episodes in a lot of like i don't know like it, it's just nostalgic, and it's super. It's just that '90s cheese of you know, oh yeah. It is so silly. The music's horrible, but there are some cool like ideas and stuff, and there's some really creepy moments for a kid show. Um, yeah, I've been enjoying that though. Just but that's the thing, right? Like, I mean, the, it's written as a kids horror show, so obviously, like, when you know you're grown up, you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're this like, is fucking fuck? dumb. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, I've been doing that, but I've also <laughs> been like, this is fucking dumb, but I love it. You know, type thing. Where it's like, oh yeah. my god, this is so stupid, but I can't stop watching. I fucking yeah. love this. Um, yeah. It just, and I've been laughing, and you know, just really stupid. I really like the. <laughs> I don't know if it was the first episode, but it's the... I think it was the first episode. Um, but it's about the... He goes into this, like, little thing, and he has to he grab the clown's nose or whatever, but then the clown, like, is alive and chases him. And, yeah, it's... I think I remember that out of the, like, very few episodes <laughs> of that show that I watched. Yeah, yeah he, I think I remember he, that like, one. He, like, goes into the fun house, and he takes the clown's nose, and the clown, like... Springs to life. Doesn't spring to life then, but it, like, comes to his house or whatever. Like, the clown likes cigars, so whoever yeah <laughs> Zebo, i think the clown's name was so <laughs> oh my god he, so that's, he's that's like good. cooking something in the microwave then he opens the microwave door and it's a bowl of cigars in the microwave and just like silly shit like that <laughs> it's just that's so awesome. stupid but yeah oh my god i i've been enjoying it and i'm gonna keep binging <laughs> now on to the second so i was I was doing some Googling. That show ran for a decade. Yeah. 1990 to 2000. Holy shit, man. And it's coming back next year. Wow. October 11th, 2019. They have the date announced and everything. Jesus. I was looking up. I I became curious because I was like, there had to be some popular actors who did this, who were in this. I think... um, Oh, please. Oh, please. Ryan Gosling was in an episode. Um... Shit, who else was it? There was another... Was it Hayden Christensen in Hayden one of Christensen them? Hayden Christensen was in an episode, yeah. Uh, oh, there's a couple man. other big ones, but I can't... Shit, I can't think of who it was. Oh, yeah, the girl from Firefly. Shit. Summer Glow? No, not Summer Glow. The, no. uh, the one who plays the technician girl. Oh, yeah. She's in, she's Kaylee. Kaylee, yeah. The, the, Thank the you. actress who plays Kaylee, she was in a couple episodes and... Yeah. Great. Mm, great. <laughs> I I love that. I love Goosebumps. Yeah. Goosebumps is god awful, but it's magical to go yeah. back and watch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah man. <laughs> so really getting into that Halloween vibe. The nice October. A lot, actually, a lot of the premises for, <laughs> for Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes are so fucking similar. It's like oh, shit, they accidentally built that house on a cemetery. 
<laughs> and that's Again. Why it's like literally uh. like four out of the seven episodes are that. <laughs> like, when will those contractors <laughs> learn? <laughs> it's it's all just poltergeist yeah. over and over and over yeah. again. The, uh, see what they do yeah. is they just tear down that house and then they build a new one mm-hmm. on it. That's, and it's just a new well, story. That's literally what Shit, fucking Hopefully happens. these idiots don't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's you move the headstones. <laughs> that's really the new stuff that I've been doing. Nice. Well, awesome. And you've given us our cover. Yes. Oh god. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the Midnight Society. <laughs> oh god. Submitted for the approval yeah! of the Midnight Society. Throw the dust into the fire. <laughs> I remember doing that shit when I was a little kid too. Like you said, <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you've you... seen that show, if you've seen that show, you you've fucking to. done it. You fucking up, done it. Making up the weirdest fucking ghost stories, like submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, <laughs> the tale of the stinky farts, and then you just tell a stupid. Hey, story. that's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, I think that'll wrap us up here then. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. You hang out. You have a good time this weekend. Oh, yeah. Watch some scary movies. Play some scary games. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to get around to playing Outlast this year. I I've been avoiding it and fucking I there were some years where it was like, yeah, I'm going to play it. And I just fucking don't because like other shit comes out. I've been I've been putting a lot of thought into playing Soma finally. I might be playing Soma this year. Mm. I heard it's more, it's not so much like jump scary, but more of just disturbing. Yeah, that's kind of what I want. Uh, there is a mode that you can straight up turn off the monsters. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Because they realize that's why people play this game is the atmosphere and not necessarily Being the monster side. And shit, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I want to play it in its original incarnation, unless that gets in the way of me actually enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just turn off the fucking monsters. But yeah, play some scary games. Yeah. There's a I'm lot a, of good scary games. I would I would probably turn off the monsters just so I could just get spooked, get yeah. spooked, spooked just by the environments and the story and all that. Mm-hmm. There's there's a phenomenal giant bomb series going on right now because it is October. Eight scary or six scary frights, where. Abby Russell is going through and playing VR games, and the most recent one is the Paranormal Activity PSVR oh, game. Jesus. And it's it's so good because she's so jumpy, and none of their technology oh. works. <laughs> so it's constantly them fighting the technology and her just shitting her pants at every turn. It's great. It's great. Jesus Christ. Because it's not a particularly good game. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, play some scary games. Have some fun this weekend. We'll talk to you next week, next Monday for news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Bye.